Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john i was almost late as jd <laughs> and joining us is the one and only the master of all ceremonies Wow. The great 8-Bit Ray. How are you doing, sir? Wow. That's a hell of an intro. <laughs> I, wish I, got, I wish I got that on every show I went on. Jeez. <laughs> he, he's got enough energy for all of us. I believe it. <laughs> he's got his hair down. That's how we know. Yes, exactly. So how's everyone doing? How, how are you, Ray? I'm perfectly fine, my friend. Anything Perfect. new? <sighs> yeah. I sold my Flash comic, my first appearance of Barry Allen. Ooh. You owned that? Yes. It's been in a safe deposit box in Delaware for about six years now. I bought it for 25 cents off an old lady that was cleaning out her attic of her dead husband's stuff. I just bought the whole box and sifting through. First appearance, Barry Allen was in there. It's been in a safe deposit box and I sold it. How much did you get for it? 5K. That's a hell of a return on your investment, sir. I'm surprised, uh, yeah. that's, all. I'm surprised so, that's all you got. Well, it's the the comic market right now is kind of like in a downturn. So yeah. I know, shocking. but even so, with the fr- with the Flash movie coming out, I'm surprised I didn't see that at like Christie's or something. Well, I mean, it wasn't in the top tier shape, but I mean, it was in a really good quality. And a friend of mine has been hounding me for years. He said I got five K. I said, well, take me out to dinner, and you got a deal. <laughs> so I got so I got five K out of him and some dinner. Cheers. Me nicely done. So nice, nice porterhouse, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm not cheap. I'm not a cheap date. Don't look at me like I'm a cheap date. Yes. Just, you know, hopefully you, do you don't need the money for anything, you know, like. No, no. It's an did you see, account. did you see cocaine bear and get inspired? You're like, you know. We don't... I mean, I did see cocaine bear and that is a treat. That's oh. true. <laughs> that was a treat, treat, treat. I want to see that. I've heard good things about it. Please go see it. Please go see it, John. <laughs> my, my girlfriend's oldest went today to see it i was over there when he got back and he just like was going on and on about it it's like okay <laughs> well the sad thing is is that it's based upon kind of sort of on actual events think like you know how they say the texas chainsaw massacre is based on real events yeah mm-hmm. okay well think of it in that logic like yes there was a cocaine bear but it was a black bear not a big ass grizzly or whatever that type <laughs> of bear was in the movie right right movie bear yeah, so the, 
Yeah, so the black bear that consumed 70% of his body weight in cocaine. I mean, he, he died in a few hours, yeah. but, you know, he, he burned it off, and there were still 30 pounds left in his in his stomach when he died. So there, there really was a cocaine bear. There you First, go. Poor bear. First you get the money, then you get the power, <laughs> then you get the honey. <laughs> Then the bitches. <laughs> Didn't have time for bitches. His heart exploded too damn fast. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bitches, how are you doing there, John? Wow. Ooh. <laughs> I say Okay, I see how tonight's going to run. All right. Wow. All right. Usually Bubba I'm Hotep. coming. I'm Bubba coming Hotep. hot and heavy. That's not today. Bubba, Ho- Bubba Hotep changes people. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Doing fine, you know? Nothing, nothing really up. I actually worked today, which I, you know, it's, it's getting bad. Today is the Lord's day. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe 30 Um, years ago, Dave, maybe 30 years ago. Remember when they used to shut TV off at midnight? You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. They play the national anthem and then nothing until like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. No, I had, I grew up with cable. What era are you from? Oh my God. Oh no, no. When. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Just t- try to explain it to him because okay. this is going to um, be fun. <laughs> well, see, see here, youngin. <laughs> Person who's younger than me, continue. Yes. <laughs> Some of us didn't get cable until yeah. the early 90s, okay? So we had regular ass TV. All I'm hearing I is you're spoiled, JD, and I'm going to say I was. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're damn, you're damn white privilege. I didn't now, get cable accurate. in high school. <laughs> When, but no, they used to shut it off. Grocery store. Oh, no. The only thing that were open on Sundays were essentials, grocery stores and pharmacies. So yeah. everything else was shut down. It, I mean, yeah. But nowadays, everything's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, mm. you can't really shut anything down. Thanks but they, they still do. They still do shut liquor stores down in a lot of places. But those, yeah. those are what are called blue laws. Yeah. And, you know, like Connecticut, you can't you can't buy any. Although they're they're gradually phasing those out. Like you so, can, there are some liquor stores you can buy on Sunday now. Well, in Pennsylvania, like Pennsylvania. And Illinois, man, it's shit's free rain. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Come one. Oh, yeah. Come all. Booze say, goes flying. Yeah, it's, it's run by the it's run by the state in Pennsylvania. And so. Right. They just, yeah. Yeah, they they've started to relax it a little bit, only in certain stores, though, from what I've heard. And then and like they allow to sell in grocery stores. And in Texas, when I Just, when I lived there in '94, they they st- they they had already come. They already raised their technology to drive through liquor stores. <laughs> so that's um, that's but, the only thing I don't get. It's just wine and beer in in grocery stores. It's like yeah, just just wait. It'll like you know you can't stop the power of alcohol. But but just to a to to a race point. Like in the, I used to get up, like I've, I've been getting up at 5am since I was a baby. So like when there were like four channels, like Ray said, they would literally sign off. They would, they would do a, a really nice piece of playing the national anthem. And then in the morning, yep. And then in the morning they would do it again at like around 5am, but like they didn't have any programming at that point because you know, people there, there still wasn't a backlog or that people had built up. So they would play really old stuff. So that's why I grew up watching Annette Funicello in the, was it the Mickey Mouse Club and Davy Crockett and Grizzly Adams and some really, really old. No, 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 there wasn't a, there wasn't, there was no such thing back then. That was a Sears catalog, but you know, just, just, just really old stuff. 
like from five until about six and then they'd start the news. But yeah, yeah there was nothing to watch at night, you know? Nope. That's, how, that's actually how I got into Batman because there was, I didn't have cable until, the, like I said, the early 90s. So I would wake up on Saturday morning and Batman, Adam West Batman would be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I became obsessed. Mm. So, but But the thing that I do miss about that age is every new season you would get the tv guide and you would plan out which channels you were going to watch on saturday because the saturday morning cartoon run went and all three channels abc cbs and nbc uh, they did just they just they did kid stuff all morning and it was like the monster squad and electra girl was it yeah was it dinah girl yeah I forget what it is. Electra Woman and Dyna Girl and Isis and the Shazam, the Shazam Isis Hour and the, uh, Donkey the, Kong uh, Hour. Spider-Man cartoon when mm-hmm. he was hanging out with Iceman and uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Fire, and his Fire amazing Star. friends. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the Justice League show, you know, with the Legion Super of friends. Doom. Yep. Super Friends. That was another one. Just, that, just. So really I remember, stuff. I remember when channels, I almost said 2579, those are Chicago channels, ABC, CBS and NBC would have like their Saturday morning preview show is every fall they would have like a half hour show on like Friday nights that would basically outline what would be on that Saturday. And you could flip back and forth between them. And that's how I kind of figured out what shows I was ready for on Saturday mornings. Cause I was pretty committed. Like if I was like, like I was going to watch Muppet babies, right? I was Amen. hardcore on Muppet babies from, from oh. jump street until I kind yep. of outgrew it. And I got, but I didn't, you know, that was, a Oh, you outgrew one. it. I didn't. They canceled it right when I hit junior high. So it was like, I kind of had no choice, but like, like you could figure out like, okay, I'm not going to watch Winnie the Pooh, but at the same time on this channel, I can watch Darkwing Duck. So that looked, that looked gummy bears. Gummy Gummy bears bears was good. good. My wife still loves gummy bears. Um, That was her her jam. Hardcore Muppet baby should not be in the same sentence. (laughs) Oh, I was, (laughs) Hey man, whatever floats your boat. I was a, I was a Muppet babies aficionado. That was the perfect show for a little kid with like be. a wild imagination. Yeah. Is this the, this isn't the quickest we've ever gone off. No, we go off no, rails no, all the no. time. I usually yeah. start with a dick joke and we're off the rails from <laughs> Jump Street. So how are you doing, Dave? Wait, we skipped JD. Oh, I'm <laughs> we're out of order. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing, Dave? <laughs> oh. I already know JD. I, already I, know. I, I follow his Twitter. You know, I get all the updates. So I'm I know a, exactly. I'm an open on. book. Yes, I'm. I'm doing all right. I had a like John. I had a long week at work, but I refused to work over the weekend. So I was working a little bit yesterday, and uh, yeah, it's tough. But the one good thing is I am actually on a new laptop. Well, new to me, laptop. How's that? My uh, God, this week you finally broke down. Broke down. Did the other computer crash? Because I've been waiting for that for months now. Well, your no, camera no, no. looks significainly better this week than it normally does. So that's We're off I think, to a good start. I've got the lighting, and then this is positioned much better. It's much better than it normally is. So, so I John's gonna maybe groan, but I got a MacBook Pro. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the team. Well, Sorry, that see, that I I couldn't stop so, that. That was so the computer behind me that, that, <clears throat> that has the artwork on it. It's a Mac Mini that I've had for a little over a year now, but it was a used one. It was a 2012, and I got it to do my music, but the problem is I can't put the new operating system on it, so I can't put GarageBand and Pro Tools on it. So, like, I could use third-party software, but it was like, eh, it was annoying. So I just broke down, and 
this is still a used, but it's a 2018. It's got the newest OS and everything on it. So, oh, I know that feeling. Look, this right here. This is an Apple Air One. Okay, I can't even get the Walmart app on this thing. Amazon <laughs> is a no go. Netflix won't play. It's literally a shopping device and IMDb. Yeah. So I, I need I need to upgrade. But the one thing I loved is like my other laptop, my Windows laptop. The camera on it is junk, but. <laughs> The camera that's on the MacBook Pro is a high-def camera, so I'm just using the built-in camera, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I mean, it only goes with 720, but we only stream at 720 right now anyway, so so that's fine. But, yeah, like, you know, and I think that's also helps with the position because the other one sat on top of the monitor but was always angled, and it made yeah. me look like you were looking down or up at me. So yeah. I, I, have, I have mine on a flexible arm. I can just adjust this thing, however, accordingly. <laughs> yeah, I'm fancy-schmancy. So. So I'm happy, and then I can just leave this set up, too, all the time, because I would always... My other laptop I use for different stuff, too, so I'm always moving it around. This yeah. I can just all, leave here, and I can just sit down when we're ready to record and, and leave it be, so... Oh, my and God. And you have just enough time to get your hair down? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know... That's, but I do want to know how JD is doing, actually. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. That was I underwhelming. Dad... No, I got a story. <laughs> I always have I had yes, a dad do. moment today. My son finished his wrestling season, and he was the number one seed in his regional. Yeah. And well, he he did not he did not he woke up this morning and said, "I don't want to go." And I'm like, "Why not?" And he's like, "Too scared." And I said, "Buddy, we got to do things that are scary." Like I'm thinking, I'm like, because I've been thinking about like shutting him down, and like this is the last, this is the last term of the year, and I'm like, you know what? No, I can't teach him now that you run away when things are scary. Right? We have to go do this. And the whole first round, he was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. In the first round, he has this kid that took six in the tournament that he won. So I'm like, oh, we're good. And then he, then he would have a kid that he beat in the finals. So I'm like, oh, this is great. It's a perfect draw. And he absolutely melted down. He literally ran off the mat crying during the middle of the match. And I've never, as a dad, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do is try to pull him back together. And I did it once before, and he was fine. He, he rebounded one. And this time, too little, too late. And he came off mm. the mat just freaking out and he was like i don't want to do this i don't hate everything i wish i was never born and i'm like we're being a little over the top here man being a little over the top here Ow. and like a, we calmed down and i said he goes can i go home i said no man we committed to this you have to finish like because i'm like i could because there's kids today i'd never seen this before there were kids that were quitting in the middle of matches like literally like walking off and going i'm done little kids wow and it was like an epidemic and i think andy saw that and was like oh i can do that I'm like, no, I'm not going to yeah, let you Yeah, once they know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to let you quit on yourself. So after about a half hour, he hung out with his grandpa, you know, which his great grandpa was up today. And I'm like, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm going to wrestle. I'm like, you good? He's like, yeah, I don't want my third place medal though. And I'm like, well, buddy, first you got to win the match. So let's not count chickens before we hatch. Like, you got to <laughs> win the match. He's like, I'll win it, but I don't want the medal. And I'm like, okay, we're a little confident here. That's good. And then <laughs> his demeanor was different. And he went out there and pinned the kid in like 20 seconds. And then I'm like, do you want your medal? He's like, yeah, I want my medal. <laughs> and then I said, you know, it's good. I said, third is better than second because when third, you you end the day with a win. Or second, you end the day with a loss. And he's like, that's right. Third is better than second. Second's stupid. So <laughs> we got our we got our medal. And he was it was good because, like, you know, we had a hard – it was hard. Like, for a six-year-old, he puts so – like, he'll be seven tomorrow. And he puts so much pressure on himself. Like, he's like, I'm going to be the best. Like, I just uh... like – I'm like, come on, man. Like, you're just like, I'm not, I'm not trying to live vicariously through my kid, but he's like grown up around 
this stuff and like we're a good team and I'm like we win a lot and so he sees this and thinks this is how it has to be and it's like no man if you don't want to do this we don't have to do this right and he's like no I want to I want to I'm like okay and then he's like okay I'm good you know it was just it was tough it was tough watching my son like completely lose it and not be able to help him in that moment and it was like one of the one of the one of the hardest things I've had to do as a dad especially when you know, you know how to fix it, but you can't in the moment, you know, and then, but he finished. Okay. And then for his, what, his second year of wrestling, he finished 12 and two on the season. So he had a good year, you know, and he's okay with it. He's like, I'm okay. He's like, I finished with a win. So, I mean, like at the end of the day, he's okay. Like he's not beating himself up. He's happy. He's playing with the dog, you know, he's excited about soccer. So yeah. it's good. He doesn't live. At least you're not teaching him the if you're not first, you're last mentality. No, that's because that's a horrible. Oh, yeah. That's a horrible thing to teach kids. And again, as a high school coach, like I can't have kids who have that mentality. Like, like you let the team down if you have that mentality. Yeah. Because then you give up on everything when it's not perfect. And if you're teaching the kids that things have to be perfect to be successful, <laughs> you will never one. You will never ever win because nothing is ever perfectly successful. Two, you're teaching them that it's okay to give up when things are tough and three you're teaching them it's okay to give up on their friends and their teammates so we can't have that so can, can i just please please when i went to preschool the teacher and i'll never forget him his name was mr mike we all call him mr mike but we were preschool kid but when we were practicing our letters he would walk around rip the erasers out of the backs of our pencils and say if you can't do right the first time then you should give up that's terrible. And that, yeah, for, for preschool kids, he was fired a couple of years after. Because he sucks. Like, yeah. that's but, one of But the that worst. affects, that affects yes, me for a does. long time. Yes, it does. I believe yep. it 100%. And like, I see so, like, kids wrestling can be the worst. I see so many of these dads who have never done anything and they're trying to live vicariously through their children. And it's such a toxic environment that my wife didn't want our son involved in this to begin with. Like, yeah. he wants. Because again, when she's at work, I take him to wrestling because I have that's what I do, you know. So he's grown up in a wrestling room. Like his heroes are all the the kids that that I coached over the years. So then it was inevitable that he was gonna do this. And like I'm I try to be nothing but but positive, but it's like for the most part, it's like the hardest thing we see is the kids want to give up because they've never been challenged with anything, right? And as a high school teacher now, the biggest problem I see is when things are hard, they just don't do the work. Or when something is frustrating mm. them they won't turn in an assignment. Like I, can't, I couldn't get it. I couldn't well, get they, it. They got future jobs at DC. Oh. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's, Sorry, that's nice bringing it back around, yeah. but wow. Well, but that's the wrong way, right? We yeah. cannot yeah. teach kids. You cannot teach kids to quit and to surrender when things are hard or scary or when you're intimidated. Like, and that's, that's hard. True. Man. It's been the hard, this is the, the hardest thing that I've had to go through as a parent so far. <laughs> Speaking of hard, so, hard things to go through. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, sorry. I had, to, I had to, I had to steer it back into comedy. <laughs> I know. Actually, I'm, I'm curious though. Like, is it hard to draw the line between father and coach at this age? No, at this age, he wants dad to be with him every second. He, he loves the time we, sh- and I do too. We love the time we share together. It's not perfect. Like, you know, he pissed me off sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> right now it's super positive. Will it always be that way? No. So right. I'm, I'm currently, his hero is wrestling in college right now. And I've told him that when he is done, he's coming back home 
and he's going to teach at the school and he will coach my son when my son is sick of me. Like All right. my, my, my protege will eventually take over for me and, and help my kid. Cause if this come, there's going come time. He's like, Oh man, I'm sick of your bullshit. Right. So we're trying right now. Cause he's little and like, you know, dad's his dad's his favorite guy. So he yeah. wants dad around when he's 10 or 12. Is that going to be the same? Probably. Not. Yeah. So well, but we're just, you know, I'm ready for when it happens. Drew, Drew's giving you some encouragement there. Thanks, good Drew. You, JD. It sounds like he had a good experience. It was, you know, it was super stressful to be quite honest with you. It is the most nerve-wracking day of my season, and I coach like national level high school kids. It's unbelievable. I'm so stupid. So before we get into social media madness, I want to try, guys. I tried to derail it long, and that's what Dave would forget, and I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> you, you you can't stop Dave on that. I one. tried. I really did. So, no, I yeah. want to bring up two things. All right, I want to just like put this out there for the audience. And and uh, number one, if anyone is paying attention, this is episode 498, <laughs> which means we're two away from 500 guys. Wow! So we we just outlast every. That's that's our entire model. It's just we so outlast everybody. I kind of feel like <laughs> a we have to do something special for 500. But then in May, it's going to be 10 years. Oh wow! What do we celebrate? I guess we do both. All right, so I think in, I'm thinking for 500, we can do a panel episode and we can mm. bring some people in, like Ray, maybe if he's free. Oh, uh, Ray should just join the show. He's here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we can bring in not a bad uh, idea. Don, bring in Don, Randy, um, we, Randy. We can bring Chris in. It's gonna be a full house. No, Watch no, a green no. Movie. <laughs> Immediately lose no. any any traction we've gotten over like so the last Joe, ten yeah, years. Joey wants us to watch a Neil Breen movie. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, I I listened to your episode of I what you, I watch it now. You hate me. Whatever you guys do on your show, I hate you now. Watch. Yeah, I've I've had my We're brother good. my brother over from Connecticut, and what we did was we got we we made a drinking game and we watched Neil Breen movies Lord. just to make fun of them. But we were so drunk at the end. I was like, did you die? <laughs> I know, right? So it's Neil Breen movie. <laughs> also, I want to say for our 10th anniversary, I'm going to put this out in there because it's got two months, give or take. Anyone who has, anyone who's a fan of the show or has maybe been a part of the show in the past, I'm going to reach out to some of them. Ooh, I've been part of the show in the past. You know, if you would like to, please send us like, you know, a message. A love letter. A little love letter. I wouldn't say a love letter, but send us a little message, you know, what maybe what you thought of the show for the last 10 years. I'm um, going to write a love letter just on Dave's hair. <laughs> it's luxurious. Something, and we'll Very. feature it. We'll if we'll feature the ones we like on our on our 10th anniversary episode. Going to get a lot of notes of like who the hell are you and how have you lasted 10 years? can't you see I got to get back. We just don't give up. Once more. Never give up. Anyway, never surrender. I was gonna, man, I had that song stuck in my head all day today. That never surrender. I cannot remember who sang it, it was echoing in my head, and I could not figure it out who did it. Stan Bush is that who it is? It's Stan Bush, he of the touch, yep, and dare, and no surrender from a blood sport. So, that was him. Now I gotta hear that song. (laughs) All right, so first off, let's go, let's. Now get into the pleasantries of social media madness. Yeah, <laughs> pleasantries. Um, I go refill my sniffer. So first mm-hmm. off, this is what I like doing now. Is let's take the comments from the last episode of, over on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching the show afterwards, comment down below, and we will include your 
comments in the next episode. And we have video comments now. And the first, the only message that's on here is from uh, a guy who looks very familiar. I would say it looks like Random Randy Savage. And he says, hey, when is Random Randy Savage going to be back? Apparently episode 500. Apparently. <laughs> if he's free, he works on Sundays. So, you know. He does work on Sundays. That's true. He'll call yeah. from work. He lurks in the comments, though, on Sundays. Like I know he works, but he's always, we always catch him creeping. Yes. So. All right. And then we also talked about last week, they're going to do a live action, How to Train Your Dragon. <sighs> so Randy replied to that. Didn't we have this movie already? No. <laughs> Eric yes, God. It was called Eric God. Oh, Damn it. No. Me to it. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, is that good? Oh, no. Was Eric no. Eric God was horrible. Even better. Reign of Fire. Reign of Fire I liked. Yeah, Rain of Fire was actually good. Yeah, I yeah. liked Rain of Fire. That was fun. Yeah. That was silly fun. It was a Christian Bale and uh, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, it was Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah. So am I, Chris. I so am I. McGregor. Yeah, it's a great movie. Down so, for five hundred. I mean. So Chris oh, says, know. "I'm down for five hundred." P.S. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. Good night. Good Chris, it's the best time to stay is when you're drunk. You write the best comments then. Unfiltered. For you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a mega level nurse. Does agree that he's a lurker. Hey, I know that. Oh, Don, we need Don too for the 500th episode. Yes. Speaking of lurkers, Rain of yes. Fire rules. Thank you, Joey. Yes. It's an awesome yeah. movie. <laughs> one of the better dragon films. You don't get very many good ones. The Rain one with Sean awesome. Con- I like the one with Sean Connery, Dragon Heart. Dragon Heart. Called. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. The, f- the first one was good, the others were direct to video. <laughs> you never watch the sequels, man, if, especially if they're direct to video. It's a mistake, yeah. except Kickboxer. Except Kickboxer. Don't watch oh, God. those. God, no, I like it. those movies. They're so bad. They're awesome. Why would you All mention right. those? You give them life when you All mention. Right. All right, Native Pete is excited for Bubba Hotep, so we gotta we gotta get through social media here. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's get through. Why don't we just skip it? That would be that's an idea, right? Because no. that would be a disservice to all of your fans supporting you for almost 500 episodes, John. Yeah. Exactly, John. I've only been here for like 250. So uh, you know, believe true. it or not, people like hearing their name over the radio. They do. How old are you? The radio? Well, remember when you used to call it? Are you going to do Rabbit Ears TV next? Like, you're going to tell me about, like, newspapers and telegrams? (laughs) I'm beyond my time, J.D. Horse and buggy? I I remember calling up a radio station and requesting the Ghostbusters theme when Ghostbusters came out. I got to re- my voice on the on the radio. I got to review the, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie on WGN Radio in Chicago, one of the most powerful radio stations in the country. Nice. That was pretty cool. So what are you complaining about? Nothing. All right. So <laughs> so, for, so the next is about last week we reviewed Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So first, before I get to that, Ray, did you see that? Nope. No? Really? No interest. No interest. I'm I'm interested in the Kang aspect and the blueprint of where we're going in Phase 5. I have no interest in the Ant-Man movies. They do nothing for me. To be fair, this is a completely different Ant-Man movie, so maybe you'll like it. It's like nothing. It's not like the other two. Yeah, it's completely different than the last two. Okay, because the other two are real mids. They were letdowns. So... (laughs) Um, it's probably because it was more focused on comedy, but this one they're trying to launch Phase 5 with. It's not that funny. It's not that funny. Yeah. You skip just it, Don. Think of no, the, yeah. Uh, the, the skip I don't, the, I, I don't want to think of Don using a skip it. <laughs> it's in my head. I can, I can see it now. Skip it's were lawsuit you, machines. They got rid of them because, like, they were literally banned because it made for a great mace. 
Oh, I, yeah. I, you need I love yeah. swung that thing over your kids head. Were, kids, were kids were like going to the hospital in droves because of I that got, damn thing. I got Matt in the side of the head that when we were kids, I was like, because we had to skip it. Boom. <laughs> all the rich kids had the one with the counter on it, though. Every time it went right, around. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I know huh. all the all the rich. We had the knock. Had it. We had the knockoff. Skip it. They didn't have the real skip. Uh, we had oh, one, like, oh, you had jump it. One. Whatever it was called, it was like a ball with like a rubber band. You skip, and the skip it had like hard plastic. This one was just like a rubber ball. That's why when I whacked I it against Matt's head, it really didn't. In my like day, that. you just got some vines and twirled them together, and then you put a coconut on the bottom, and yet. <laughs> what the hell was that accent? Was that that was like Forrest Gump? Was, was that like South Carolina? South Carolinian. <laughs> oh. Don, we, we we appreciate your man tits. We love your man tits. <laughs> All right, so we talked about Dave, Dave's thinking. Dave, yeah, Dave's thinking about Don's tits jumping up and down now. This is okay. I know he's gone. Now Dave's lost. He's got Don boobs in his Seri- head. Seriously, moving on, please. So, <laughs> so Wizard said, "My body is ready." Gorilla Brain Podcast said, "Count me in." Mm-hmm. That, that with guy. Norm, with Norm Peterson. Yes, with old, uh, with old Normie. Nice. Randy said, nice. so it begins with, I assume, is, you know, phase five. He's referring to Siddle Kochia, who's at Jock Frost 1706, mm-hmm. said, the film is pretty pointless and a waste of time. I don't know about that. I've got to mm-hmm. say, like, it sets up a lot for phase five if you're really paying attention. Yeah. And there were, a, that there were, there were mm-hmm. a lot of movies in phase exactly. one through four that were mid, not worth my time. You know? Yeah. Thor the yeah, Dark but, World. Like, Iron Man 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I kind of feel like I mean, this. Three. This kind of sets up the idea of who or what Kang is, and yeah, that's going to. I think Phase Five is going to. Yeah, we still don't really know. No, it's they have like to, he was. They have to. Well. They have to stretch it over like a five or four year span. They're not going to reveal everything all in one movie. I would have said. Satis- I would have satisfied. I would have been satisfied with some character motivation. We had none of that. No, no. Sure, they do. What? Why? Why, Dave? Why was he doing what he did? Oh, Kang? Yes. Because that, that version of Kang. Don't worry, I know spoilers, guys. You can talk he's trying to. He's trying to kill off the variant Why? timelines. Why? We don't know yet. That, there you go. He's just doing things. That's my biggest qualm, is that he's just doing things. We have no reason why he's doing things. He's just doing things. John called him a plot device last week. The more I thought about it, the more I realized he was right. Okay. I don't know. I still like the movie. I like the two. It was a C. All right. Yeah. And then finally, a good friend, Kassan. I feel like this is directed right at John. Pretty much. On the, on the topic of anime, I, oh, don't yes. like, I don't like much of what's out there. Too much anime insists on inserting silliness in the, frame, in the frames. Okay. If you like serious storytelling and serious implementation, I'd suggest Psycho Pass, Claymore, and Berserk. There's a less, the rest of anime inserts on inserting other things into other orifices. Uh, <laughs> no, that's if hentai. You, I know, I know. If you don't the joke mind, was there, I had to take it. Oh, no, you had to, yes. If you <laughs> don't I, I couldn't a, leave it alone. If you don't mind a little younger cast, <laughs> I like My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, and the <laughs> violent popcorn entertainment of Bakai on Netflix. Oh, is that for me? Because I said I never found like a, an anime. I think is so. That, okay. Yeah. JD, I tried to give you that wrestling anime with New Japan. They partnered with the New Japan. I know of it. I need to, you know, there's so many things I feel like I would like if I just, I don't know, committed. I'm so it, not it, Well, the, the problem is time. You have don't have a whole lot of it, and it's hard to mine the depths of anime to find the stuff that you would like. Yeah. 
before when you, you said when you start saying well, mind the depths, I immediately check out. That sounds like you, I know that's it. But then again, like some of the like the, what the, those suggestions are not bad. And then there's like mobile suit. I keep trying to watch mobile suit Gundam and okay. I, I get five minutes in and I'm like, OK, OK, if okay. you consider you, Western. OK, I listened to the episode anime. the other day with J.D. talking about mobile suit Gundam. And yes, it is tough to get into. I know, I but, know but it's once good. I just can't get into it. Well, there, well, but, there's, there's, there's others. Steins Gate. Oh, but I was it uh, Met, uh, not Metal Gear Solid. What is it? I wish that had an animation. <laughs> hey, you know they, they, they did. All uh, right, let's finish Kassan's suggestions here. Are you he telling us said, to stay focused, Dave? Yes. Castlevania and The Witcher Nightmares. Castlevania. Castlevania looks Castlevania. cool. It and is. I, I know could be canceled but i like warren ellis's writing like i feel like i would really like that it's not for Yet, your kid either it's are. really you I know figured that. It's... he also seconds your opinion of cowboy bebop only five yes. percent of it has the annoying grating wine that anime loves to inject in their stuff <laughs> so i've been i've been waiting for cowboy bebop I've been, I've been waiting for cowboy bebop to be brought up john looky looky Cowboy yep. Bebop soundtrack oh, nice. on, on vinyl, my friend. Oh, where'd you get that? Wall Weezy. It's an exclusive. It, it's a it's classy. A double, it's a, classy. It's a, you're going against your name. Yeah, watch hentai. Much better than I one can't piece. Wa- I cannot. Wa- I, I can't. Yeah, but you it. get more than one piece in hentai. Ooh, that joke that was just too easy not to take. Just, advantage just, of. just go straight to interspecies <laughs> reviewers, the unrated version. Mobile, no, oh my god, why can't I remember this? Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood. That's a good one to start with. It's fairly can't. No, you can't go right to Brotherhood, though. You have to do Full Metal. Oh, you can do the Full Metal first, yeah. You should. Mm -hmm. All right. And if you if you want a really depressing thing that ends really badly, Guts. No, why would I (laughs) want that? That's berserk. Yep. Well, that's it, guys. That's all Thank the social God. media madness. Yeah, if any of you guys want to recommend an anime to JD, send it to Superhero Speak on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just or to a... me, but I've seen almost all of them. No, you're an elitist. All right, so. Oh. Fair, fair. If you want to be a part of social fair. media madness, and you like mantids, here's our good friend Don to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. My new mafia nickname for Don is going to be Donny Tits. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I currently have a beat of the, the D and D square was for the for the brasas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I know Gundam Wing is good, but I just I can't. I don't know, man. It's me. There's something 
perhaps I'm a Philistine. That's okay. Yeah, Gund- Gundam like isn't for everybody. You know, like depends I, on what you like. I read about it and I watch documentaries about it. And I'm like, this is awesome. This sounds great. And I watch it. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. What's wrong well, with me? Dude, dude, dude. A, see that when you start Gundam, Gundam Wing, you know, Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam Seed, everything. A lot is going on that you need to be filled in. Frosty. On. That's probably true. Yeah. So you're kind of lost. So I can see your lack of engagement because you don't know what the you know, fuck is going on. You're like, do you're like, do I have to watch the last three shows to get this? No, they're all different. You're fine. So right. pick one. So pick one that you want. Okay. So anyway, if you like man tits, don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast like available oh, by the YouTube guys. and wherever podcasts are available. And while you're here, Ray, why don't you? Tell the people where they can find the Gorilla Brain podcast. You can find the Gorilla Brain. Ah, I do it every time. Brain. The Gorilla Brain. The Gorilla Brain podcast on any podcasting platform that's out there. That's Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you want to call it, iTunes these days. Go listen to past episodes and let me know what you think and give me motivation for the new project, the Omega, oh, the Omega Level Nerds. Holy shit, Don. You're getting <laughs> I, Tits. It, it's distracting. I think we need some of this. <laughs> yep. And just let me know what you think. And the future project is incoming. I got three episodes recorded. So nice. When I hit awesome. four, I'm going to drop them all. Cool. <clears throat> all right. When, well, when, when am I guesting on your new show? That's all. I, I will set you up a movie that we can what, watch that's together. What I wanted to hear, sir. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages. Right back. Back. More, so, pictures, more pictures of Sean Cassidy than his mother. Like, so, so during the commercial break here, JD, I was just thinking about it. How about oh, ready, yeah. ready to Rumble? Oh, that movie sucks. I'm in. <laughs> ready to you Rumble. You know, it's funny. I was thinking we should do because our first episode we talked about Man of Steel. Even though we were talking about the previews, the movie wasn't even out yet. And I was thinking, oh, for the 500, maybe we'll revisit it. And I'm like, oh, we just did that last year. So Yeah, I think we we did Man of Steel. We all hated it. Yes. Yeah. Like, immensely. Great. Yep. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I got an idea. What about, we? this is one we haven't done. What about Superman? The original? Yeah. Ooh. Wait, we, did we do? We the, did do, no, we did Superman 3. Oh, that's right, and 4. And 4. We, we, we skipped the good ones. Why did we skip the good ones? Because we're stupid. Because <laughs> we're misogynist. Yeah, we're like, let's let's Wait, we're elitist, apparently. Just you. You are and Damn it, why? Why am I elitist? An- anime elitist. Because you are a gatekeeper to 9 billion people on the planet, John. <laughs> hey, that's 20 billion. Oh. Damn. Wow, they multiply quick. Yeah, they like, do. They do. Like Mugwai. <laughs> yes. here's some here's some more support for jd i love transformers <laughs> i can't get into those gundam or macross either i like transformers too maybe that's my maybe i'm just maybe i'm just a stupid american hey, hey drew maybe you're a gobots kind of guy no classy no again <laughs> i don't even know watch fate or stay night what the, i don't know know what any of the no no get. no trust me there's no way to get into that as a as a normal thinking human being, there's no way to get into the nope. the Fate franchise without going mad. There's no way. Because just everything none. is named Very Lovecraft zero, zero Fate backwards. No, 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 no. Because I, because watching watching one spoils the other. The first two mm. uh, that they tell you to start with, watching one spoils the the second one, and watching the second one spoils the first one. Right, don't so ask don't me how. I don't know. That's what, how it works. I don't know what China Tiger versus Legend of the Dragon is. Don is calling me out. Oh. Uh, and, and he's going to oh. fire me up, and I'm going to drop on his show, and I'm going to drop some knowledge on that old man with his man. Ooh. 
Damn, fate. we're being harsh on Don today. Frost says fate is epic. Archer's the best character. Like from the show, is. Archer? <laughs> Archer I heard it funny. Is... I never watched it. Gil so, Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh? Oh, oh no, talking? he's talking Fate Stay Night. He's talking Fate oh, Stay know. Night. Uh, so what Don is, Don is talking about is that he says that Chrono Trigger <laughs> is the greatest RPG of all time. I digress. I say Legend of Dragoon. And now we're at odds on Twitter. So remember when we first started being friends, we were enemies? We're Wait back. Minute. We're back. The then. best the best RPG. Ooh. Yep. Oh no, those are fighting words. Belt Baldur's Gate. The fuck you guys talking about? I've never been so lost on this show. What are we I'm, I'm completely lost too, but uh, I feel like I'm in a Lovecraft thing where I'm just spiraling into madness and like Joey says he'll take Robotech over, over Gundam. Sorry, not sorry. Don't be okay. sorry. Robotech. When is did great. this when did this become the end? I'm liking it, but I know like I'm He's losing you guys. The show yes, Joey. Me and me and Joey have an Evangelion. Evangelion. Oh. Yeah, Evangelion. Yes, definitely. Everyone says it different. It's so weird. Evangelion. Gate was good too. How did the gatekeeper Modern say, John? Medieval world, okay. What? How did the gatekeeper say Evangelion? E- Evangelion. Oh, and that's not I, gatekeepers. I, I you know what? Even, I that's how anybody says it. You know what? This <laughs> is a comic book podcast. Says let's it. get on to oh my God. back on track with some Yeah, no Japanese here. comic books that move. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Bubba Hotep. That's obviously comic. Wait, no. First off, we got to talk about. <laughs> Fair. Fair. This has actually <laughs> been, this has been all over the internet. Fans are up in an uproar. And the latest episode episode issue of Amazing Spider-Man, Peter Parker confesses that he does not love MJ anymore. Who cares? So, so, really? Like, I mean, really? Fifteen years ago, fifteen years ago, they sold their marriage to the devil. True. Right? Yeah. Like he. Oh, I mean, like until another writer wants to come in, another editor wants to bring it back. I mean, it's just cycle in, cycle out. I wish I was more interested in this than I am. Look, it's I mean, I there. feel like we've talked it's, about this on the show too, and it feels like once. Casada dissolve the marriage like they keep now they're going back and forth with it over and over again where it was mm-hmm. like they dissolved it but fans were upset so they brought it back and then now no, they, they never brought it back they never brought it back they, well, brought they back never brought the marriage but they brought back the relationship the relationship it took a decade so i mean they stuck to their guns for a long time it took two editorial changes i mean it depends on who wants to write like you're gonna have people who grew up with the marriage who are gonna want to write about peter and mj together because that's what yeah they think about and then you have some guys with the rest of development who want to write stories about peter fucking black cat and then you're gonna have guys like that so i, I, I want that i want that just saying i want that but MJ's his first love. Come on. No, no Gwen is. Peter sees nice. MJ's sister. Yeah, that's that's what the... But Gwen's dead, so... A sister that you've seen her boobs. That's so weird. That's such a stupid line. Yeah. There's a Batman, Superman, and Joker manga. Okay. There's, a, there's a Deadpool manga. All right. But anyway, I don't know. I just don't understand who are the people that have <laughs> such an issue with the marriage and want to keep him young. Gatekeeping like, purists like well, John. Here's the thing: it's like when they get when the characters Jeez. get too old, they become too hard to read. That's why they have to stay. Like Peter Parker aged until he hit like the late college years, and then from since then he's been kind of slowly aging. They felt like the right. marriage aged the character too much. And if you read those, like not so much the JMS stories. JMS stories were good, but like the late DeFalco era stories pre Clone Saga, Peter feels like he's about 35, 36 years old. In yeah. Those. Like he definitely, they definitely took him too far in the direction, and they—it's weird that like when you when you go back and read those stories, and I, I've done this, Peter and MJ go from being—they never really have a young couple phase, right? 
they go from being married True. until like, and they feel like an old couple like immediately. And it doesn't help the fact that so many writers for so long did nothing but MJ in her skimpy nighty waiting for Peter and worrying, oh, was Peter gonna die? It was really lack of like good storytelling is where I feel like the marriage gets a really bad rap because like I, I, I own that issue. There's several of those issues, quite frankly. <laughs> Lots like, of those, yeah. Tons. Like oh, especially when McFarlane was doing the art. Oh my god, he loved oh, yeah. drawing her in the 90s. McFarlane, oh, yeah. McFarlane and Larson loved drawing some MJS. They were all about it. Like, but there's actually good stuff early on. Like Dematis wrote a lot of really good Peter MJ stories. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I get it. Like you want to write the kid the version of the character you want to do. And it's hard. And it puts you in like a DC spot where like now you've got like how old is Bruce Wayne? We keep avoiding it, but there's been five Robins. Yeah. So he's right? yeah. old. He's, he's got to be in his 40s. Yeah. But you can't say because apparently when you hit 40, you're dead. So, I mean, like you I can't you can't. Nah, me too. But like you can't just sit there and say, oh, you know, Batman's in his 40s. And then he becomes old. like it's just it's so weird. This is kind of why like maybe DC's wrong, not wrong about rebooting the universe every now and then. I feel like Classy is going to be John's nemesis. <laughs> just give Peter a harem. If Mega can have a protagonist a harem, then Peter can too. <laughs> Fair. So, bottom line, I think David, it's just to sell issues. It's to, oh, yeah. it's the cause yeah. of hubbub, and it causes publicity, and people like us that will report it to the masses, mm-hmm. and it'll sell issues. That's all it is. That's why they turn characters gay or 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 gender and, swap or that's the only reason they do it is and, to pop a, a number on the issue and that's the whole thing like the the writing of that line jd you're right it's so lazy too like i see mj as a sister because guys like yeah. us like that's I'm like oh sister that yeah fucked like you know so i can make that joke and people can get up in uh-huh. arms and it's just like it's stupid it's it's clearly stupid no one who ever has like an ex like a like a serious ex like that would ever say anything Hell like no. it's it's that's dumb. Die, that's, that's die, bitch, die. John, do you getting, see any of your exes a as a sister? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Mm, yeah, no, like no, like and the the, the yeah, that, that line is not written like a human being who's been through that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel real, right? And again, yeah. is it the writer? Is it that? Um, Okay, Native Peach just said, "Ask Ray about his gay TikTok adventure." I'm afraid to ask this question. Oh. Why? 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 What why? does that mean, Ray? Yes, that means Ray. that I was on yeah, TikTok that's a side live. Quest. I was on TikTok live about a week ago, and I was talking. I was playing the was game. Your first thing. Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. So I'm playing the game, and then I'm talking about one of the characters, and in the lore, he is actually a homosexual. He is gay, openly okay. gay. I just openly said that, and not even 30 seconds later, I'm banned off TikTok for a week. Really? Yeah. And they got me for hate speech. For saying a character that is gay was gay? Correct the mundo, my friend. Welcome to the algorithm. Wow. No, that's like you're that's not unusual. Like they're like YouTube's going through that right now where you say anything within the first, I think it's like 10 seconds of your video, and you can get banned for stuff that just doesn't make any sense at all. I will you know? do Classy just reckon sorry, he's got a big diatribe. So I'm reading Classy just told, told me to read he told me to read Classy told me to read Spider-Man Life by Zdarsky. Zdarsky's a great writer, so I'm intrigued already. Yeah. Pretty much his first appearance in Ling the Vietnam War, the eighties, nineties, two thousands. You can see Peter married and have kids and getting old to the end. You know, I think I am gonna do that. Thank you very much. That sounds intriguing. Classy is classy, man. He is classy. So from he's not talking about high and tie. High and tie, hentai, how do you pronounce it? 
Keen Yes, that you got picked uh, off of TikTok. Try etchy along with that. What is that? Nope. You know what, John? I withdraw the question. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, you don't want to know. Nope. I'm good. I don't care. Let's All right. We've, we've, wait. We've said gay a lot. Are we still streaming? Yeah, we're still here. Don't worry. <laughs> I was hating anyone gay. That's what's weird. I mean, like you can't. There's nothing stay, wrong with yeah staying just... gay, if, especially if the care, especially if a creator's intent is to make them gay. By not saying gay, then you don't get to do what the creator wants to have done. That sucks all the way around. True. Yeah. I mean, remember when Iceman was apparently gay, and that was a big hubbub because you know he's been a straight character for sixty plus years or, or fifty years or whatever it was. <laughs> I forgot about that. You forgot Iceman was gay. I did forget. I haven't read an X Men. Like my buddy Jeremy and Don are always like, Don "Man, X you. you know, Don knows my my thing with X Men. Like every time I talk to these guys, I ask like random X Men questions to them, and I'm always like, "Man, I want to get reading X Men again." And it's like impenetrable. Yeah. Did you guys know Beast is a mass murderer? I believe what it. Beast all is a mass X-Men, murderer. All the X Men are basically like mass murderers at this. Like point, Beast right? is like I asked the I text I texted both Jeremy and Don. I'm like, is is Dark Beast like the Beast now? And they're yeah, like, no, yes, it's Peach. actual Beast. I am not saying that online. Oh, nope. on air. That's not, oh, that's like I'm not, nope. I'm not stepping nope. into that. Couldn't no. pay me enough. Nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> that is there, not me. I'm not so just... hooked up. Wait. <laughs> All right. So we'll, let's let's we got a couple more stories real quick. Rogers the musical guys, there's a chance to go see it live. There's a chance of what? To go see what? The Rogers the musical from the Hawkeye show. Did you see the Hawkeye show, John or JD? Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, live yeah. show. Oh, the one okay. they kept. They, they, the the advertisements have been show. in a lot of the different shows. Yes. You see it in the background a lot. Yeah. So I so mean, they're actually going to do mind. it. They're going to do it at Disneyland live. Uh, I the can do this musical. all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't think they can do it at Disney World because of the whole. What is it? Universal Studios is down there and. They have the Marvel characters, so they can't have Marvel characters in Disney World. It's, it's That's not weird true. at all. They made a deal before. And the Hulk ride is awesome at Universal Studios if you ever get the chance. Yeah, right, Frosty said, yeah, Beast is a serial killer. Beast has gone off the deep end. I literally asked both of them, is Dark Beast the current Beast? And they say, no, Beast is just gone. The hell was that? Is that was that Law and Order? No, no that was, was, that was, was Among Us. That's Among Us. Yeah, oh, I don't know what that is. Sorry, my iPad notifications were still on. Sorry about that. I don't know that Among Us was it's still funny. cool. Damn it! It is cool. Funny if it was Law and Order. I well, I can't even read that. Did you know that the guy that made the Law and Order Gong Gong the Gong sound gets mm-hmm. paid millions of dollars every year in royalties? Oh, really? Doesn't surprise yes. me a freaking all. The whole Gong Gong two notes Gong Gong. He's paid millions of dollars every single year. But that's like. That's a very important part of Law and Order. So, like, he deserves money for yeah. that. It's just kind of like the Seinfeld right. base. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, road trip to Disneyland next year or this year, guys, so we can go see the the musical and stream well, it live. I'm, I'm going to be in Disney World next month. So this is this is perfect because you know we can stop in South Carolina where John learned his accent. Oh God! <laughs> can you hit us with that one one more time, buddy? No, not even if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, watching a lot of you. Classy's been watching a lot of serial that, killer documentaries. It was on YouTube recommendation feed, bro. You can get sucked into like those vortexes, like yeah. especially if you get stuck in like those true crime channels. Like I, I back when we had normal cable, I would just lose an afternoon watching all these true crime things, and they're so addicting. <sighs> yeah, the worst is when your significant other is watching them and. Trying to see mm-hmm. if anyone got away with it, and then oh, no, the, uh, the, the worst the... is when they're sitting there with a notepad taking notes. Yeah, while yeah. So my father was a police officer for about I don't know, 
30 some odd years, 40 years, yeah. something like that, whatever. Anyway, so when I was a kid, my mother would worry because my father would read all these books about serial killers, about, you know, tossing the wife in the in the wood chipper and getting rid of the evidence and all that shit. And he used to worry my mother a little bit because he had so many. So kind of the Just same. Just a little bit. Uh, okay, then. He never, he never threw her in the wood chipper. I'd be very upset if he did. Oh, Chris Evans is going to be there, though. Charging how much? Are you going to Comic-Con? Oh, God, no, I can't afford that. <laughs> I would I would love to go to Comic-Con. I just don't have, I mean, I'm not writing comics anymore, so I just don't have a reason to go. Because I really don't like, I really don't like shopping all that much. Like, I don't know, maybe if Andy gets a little bit older, that might be a cool father-son trip, actually. I took him to C2E2 last summer, and he had a great time. So I'll, I'll, I'll revisit that when he gets a little bit older, actually. Maybe I do want to go to Comic-Con again. My daughter wants to go to the Richmond Comic Con. It's like a smaller con, but she smaller cons can go. be fun. Yeah, she's like, okay. there's all these anime voice actors, and wait, she, does, she does cosplay. So you know, she really wants to go meet. Don's Don's clarifying that beat. He says he, so he's talking about Beast. Arranged for Xavier's assassination just to help shore up the defenses on Krakowin Island. This is what I'm talking about, about Beast. Beast has gone off the deep end, and I feel like I need to be reading this. But much like Gundam, there's just so much that it's intimidating. <laughs> All right, all right. Speaking of things that have gone off the deep end, yeah. My do sanity? we need a Lord of the Rings reboot? No, no. no. Moving on. Why? <laughs> Warner Why? Brothers. Warner Brothers is saying that they're working on with New Line Cinema on a. Hey, Warner uh, Brothers reboot. wants money because oh. they're broke. That makes sense. They they'd be willing to do something as stupid as that. I mean, they're talking about reboot Harry Potter too. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're going on twenty years, but like. They were so well done. What what more could you do? Nothing. I mean, like we saw what they did with the Hobbit, right? They took a three hundred page book and turned it into a nine hour snooze fest. Yeah, so, I'm good, man. Those three movies are really good, and there's no reason to do anything else with them. Yeah, we got everything we need. Jesus, stop it, Don. <laughs> no, no, the Ring of Power is enough. It is enough. Thank you. It was enough before it was even made. Thank you. Yeah, Frosty wants to know why. I want to know why too. I mean, money. Like, Money. Yeah. Money. Warner's in the yeah. habit of rebooting. They're going to do like a flashpoint for Lord of the Rings, apparently. I don't understand. <laughs> I, don't understand. I mean, they, because we've got the current movies, like nobody's going to be really interested in the new movies, right? I mean, they may go to see them, but not well, in the droves that the they would is, have if the they were brand they said, new. The thing is, they're saying like, oh, we want to redo them for a more modern audience, but it's only 20 years. It's not like it was five generations ago that they made. Yeah, it. and the CGI was not bad. I mean, we're not, like, we're not talking about Dune, right? Like a yeah. movie that needed a remake. Like this is well, because who the director of the first one was uh, Peter Jackson or Dune? No, no, oh, no, Dune. Dune. Oh, David Lynch. Yeah. David Lynch. Yeah, David Lynch. Yeah, yeah, which was really weird, and and it was not to the not to the original stuff. Like there's a reason why they're making another Dune. There's no reason to remake Lord of the Rings. It just they, isn't. I hate I hate saying stuff like this. If they were to like, you know, go I I don't want to use the term, but like woke, you know, and like made it so are we salmon. Gonna, are we gonna salmon. do that show? We're gonna be what? throwing the word woke. Are we gonna be throwing the word woke around? Let's, let's not. I'm, not, I'm just, just not. I'm just, I'm just using it because it's a common term, but like and then decide to make Sam and Frodo a couple, you know, because of all the jokes that have made. But about that, but them that's over but the that's years. it. I yeah, like they, we, Couple of friends. we got something that was pretty close to the original I'm material, saying, and that's I'm all saying we that. need. Like that's the only reason you can. I can't believe we give this much, this much oxygen. Like yeah, a terrible yeah. idea. 
There's, there's absolutely that it's, yeah, it's horrible because we're talking about a classic tale, right? Like yeah. the beginning of, of, of most fantasy writing. And, you know, there's no, you mess with it like that. You're not sure. You, you just, nobody's going to mess with it. So Classy's got another, because I, I mentioned their, their Warner's talk, flirting the idea of doing Harry Potter. They said, if they reboot Harry Potter as a TV series and do it correctly in caps, each book per season and hoping they do Ron Weasley character justice and get Steve Cloves, I don't know who that is, away from Harry Potter. That doesn't sound like a bad idea, actually. Steve Cloves is Ron, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Frosty told me not to say it. Well, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole just to sum up the whole Lord of the Rings thing, it's like opening up a big fat book like this, right? And then flipping yeah. to the very last like two chapters, reading it, going, "Oh, so that's what happens." And then going back, you're not going to be interested in what happened because you already yeah. know. Yeah, I know yeah. what happens. I know how the story ends. Exactly. Yeah. So why would you want to keep going back and back? I mean, yeah, it adds to the lore, and that's great. If if you are ingesting so much Tolkien lore, then it's great for you. But for most of us, the casual, we're good with just Lord of the Rings. And yeah. if you're drunk enough, The Hobbit, we're good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I agree. I'm good. I don't need to see another Lord of the Rings movie. I really don't. Like, what are they going to do yeah. better? They're going to make Sauron a chick. I mean, I know there's a lot cut out from the movies because there's, the books are huge. But well, there's also pages and pages of Tolkien talking about, like, leaves and grass and stuff. Right. Indeed. Like, yeah, him and, Rob, him and Robert Jordan, like, are tied for the most description Steve, for... Steve Close oh, is a screenwriter in the Harry Potter films. I didn't know that. Oh. Thanks, thanks Marky Mark. Yes, thanks, I, I, Mark. I was Ron Weasley. <laughs> it's Rupert no. Grint. I know that. I don't know why. Ah. So, all right, all right. Fine. <laughs> Too much oxygen. Let's move on. The last story is a rumor. Oh, boy. But it's been getting a lot of circulation that Tom Holland will actually be in across the spider-verse this was like an inevitable started this rumor because he's been talking yeah. i think he's speaking this into existence everybody Ooh, a lot of people are trying to talk uh, this into existence this is like why wouldn't but, you but the rumor is that he's going to be live action interacting with the cartoons in the movie like roger rabbit no that's not gonna happen i i th- like if they're gonna do it it's just gonna be a quick cameo yeah uh, i mean i would rather see tom holland voice his peter parker yeah then a cartoon right yeah no that's a that's a terrible idea i don't want to see that i hope that's not what sony's gonna do sony does have some bad ideas a lot of the time so anything is possible well yeah i mean if Uh, they did if they did do the live action thing then it would be sony doing that because i think the the guys that are in charge of spider-verse would probably make them animated and just the animated version of the mcu and have them so yeah it doesn't make any sense steve claus is the producer who helped with Harry Potter, but made Ron in the movies like a dumbass because he gave the best lines to an action to Hermione and Harry. Because that's what people wanted to see. I don't know. I didn't read the books. It's called catering to your audience. Yeah. So, all right. I don't know. I, I, I do want to see him in the movie, but you're right. I'd rather see him as an animation. I'm kid. not a Tom Holland fan, so I could give two shits to the I, movie. I you are the only Holland. one. You were like like the it's only person Spider-Man. I know that does not like Tom Holland. I would rather have the Japanese Spider-Man than him. Oh my god! Ooh. Well, the that Japanese actually Spider-Man might be good. Also awesome. <laughs> yeah, giant robot. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> Worry about you sometimes, there, Ray. No, he's awful. He's awful. I I mean, yeah, I, I like I like Holland though. I like Tom Holland. All right. All right. I liked him as Spider-Man until he gave that line to Robert Downey in Infinity War, Mister Stark. I don't feel so good. And I'm just like, you lost me, kid. 
Oh, I was in tears. Oh, yeah. Geez. No, it, it didn't work on you, JD. Damn it. Yeah, it did. They could, that it, was his, it broke my cold black heart and had that me. Was his, that was his spider sense telling him he was going to die. And he didn't, yeah. it, like, how yeah. do you process that when you're a kid? That's fine. Exactly. Why yeah. they have to reverse the snap? Oh, yeah. you know what? Mm, on that down note, we're going to take yeah, a commercial, commercial break and yeah. then we'll be back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. All right. So that was a Spider-Man commercial that we just watched and it did not calm me down with the Tom Holland thing. So the oh, oh, next oh, Spider-Man reboot will take place in middle school. That's oh, possible. Man. We need new commercials, Dave. I know. Yeah, I, know. I, we do. Chance. I was so busy with work, I didn't get a chance to download it. Can we get the Street Sharks commercial with Vin Diesel? Can oh we get that? God. That's I, a I thing? Yeah, it is. First acting gig was a Street Sharks commercial. Yep. That's awesome. I got to see <laughs> it that. Is. It's quite awful. Frosty said he has a friend that <laughs> despises Tom Holland. I don't know why people don't like him. He has a face that I want to punch. I don't like Tom Holland. Give I don't, me I don't Tobey like Maguire, Spider-Man I don't, 4. I don't like his voice. I don't like classy. I do. I do appreciate all the charity work that he does going around as Spider-Man. I think he's a good human being. I just he's think, a great kid. Yeah, like I, my I, kid, I just, my kid loves him. He thinks Tom Holland is the coolest human being on the planet. And that's so I have like, well, that, I just because that gets him more acting gigs. Thanks, JD. Oh my god! All you're right, at, all right. You're getting mad at a child. So... <laughs> getting mad at a seven-year-old. A kid will be seven tomorrow. Get off you're my like, lawn! Angry at him. <laughs> So let's talk Moving about a movie on. that came out in 2002, guys. All right, let's talk about let's talk about the two towers. We are we are really we are really like yeah yeah bend- Elvis and JFK, the two yeah. towers. We're we're really <laughs> bending this idea of what a superhero is to do reviews like this. Like we're just jamming Bubba Hotep up a would, superhero I, shaped. Yes, yes Bubba know. Hotep was my jam. I will agree with you on that one, John. This is technically oh, a it is. This okay. is technically a superhero film. I'm it sorry. is a superhero movie. It's it Elvis is. versus a mummy. Yep. It's no I mean, different than like a Santo movie from Mexico in the 60s. So speaking as somebody who was alive while Elvis was alive, yeah, Elvis could be considered a superhero, definitely. Just mm-hmm. but it's All right. it's uh, this one's in, this was interesting. A movie, man. Dave, Dave, you, wanna, movie. you wanna start us off, Dave? All right, so first off. If you're watching this and you're not familiar with Bubba Hotep, it's free. It's everywhere. Bruce Campbell. It's brought, I can't think of the director's name. The same guy who Don brought Coscarelli. us Don, yeah, Don who brought us the Phantasm movies. Amen. Which and, I and say, Beastmaster when I was a, and Beastmaster. Yes. When I was a kid, I loved the Phantasm movies. They were like the movies that got me into horror movies. So that's a hell of a starting point, Dave. Oh, I and know. and the, the guy is. who did the the guy who did the music. Right. Also gave us the music from the Expendables, Lego Universe, Final Destination, Dragon Ball Evolution. So, That's not a good one. Iron Man Three. Well, Despicable okay. Game so two. it stars Bruce Campbell as an aging Elvis. So he's in makeup. Not even aging. Straight up old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Old Elvis in a nursing home. The timeline is ambiguous. We don't really know when this movie takes place. So we don't uh, assume modern modern day, like two thousand ish. It looks seventies. It looks seventies, eighties to me. I mean, you notice they avoid a lot of things to make you, you know, to, to set it in a time. They do do that on purpose. You know, there's no 
Well, I think that helps computers, make a movie, that helps no... make a movie timeless. I think I don't think yeah. it, it doesn't give it an age because then you see people with like. Mm. You know, we hold up our iPhone 20 years from now, the iPhone will be in their brain. They'll be like, look at that old hunk of junk. They had to carry that around. Well, yeah, Elvis, Elvis, Elvis managed to their brain. Yeah. yeah, Elvis died in 77. 77, right. Yeah. I, I remember the day he died. Like, I remember not. hearing on the uh, Just get off the radio work and he have, had a tough day at work and had to like. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just got home from the grocery store with my mom we were unpacking we were we were just getting out of the uh, the station wagon from from you know the grocery store and and the you know they, they announced they announced that he died my mother cried driving no no we just pulled safe. into into my house i feel like you're gonna in, pull a car into the house american pie at this point <laughs> no it was just it was no, it was it was a big thing. It it, oh, it sticks in my mind. Oh, yeah, I remember Elvis. him announcing it because it was such an emotional blow because it was Elvis, yeah. you know. So you know, so yeah, this could take this could take place in the eighties or well, this could take place in the nineties or early thousands. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because of, of the age they made. The, but not even the costumes really give it away. No, right? No. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a it's a movie that's definitely considered a cult classic. It was made for. What was it? A budget of one million dollars. It like, says one million, but Coscarelli has done interviews where he said that it was half that, so yeah. five hundred thousand dollars. And then it, it did grossed, look like a Roger Corman thing. It <laughs> only grossed one point two million in the in the box office. But to be fair, to this this movie did not exactly get a wide release. So the fact that it made no. double its budget realistically, like I didn't, Classy didn't know who Elvis was until three or four years oh ago. My How God. old are you? Like, oh my god! I don't, no, yo, don't answer that. Actually, I don't. No, no, it. it's a, it. No, it, that that's a that's a problem. Like you know, when you get to our age, but Ooh. there there are certain people you should know who they were. The Beatles, Elvis, Aretha Franklin. You know, music wise, there Steve there are certain Jam. people you should have known who the Tupac. hell they were. Yeah, like you they're, said, they're, they're, they're part of our pop you. culture still. So. Rakim, Rakim, Grandmaster it's, Flash, Buddy no. Holly, Bing Crosby. You, you know what? You, you know young. what, Classy? You young. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know what, Classy? Go, go on YouTube. Go on to YouTube and 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 go watch some stuff. Elvis or or watch Lilo and Stitch. Like they they did some really good stuff with with that. You know that All catalog. Hunk a hunk of burning love is a great song with a terrible title. I was married it by is. Elvis. Okay, put it that way. I flew out to Vegas to get married by Elvis. Oh. Elvis was ir- irreplaceable. Like there is, that's there not is... true. They've there are multiple replacements of Elvis. Ron, many. No, when Tarantino played one in an episode of Golden Girls, which, right? But but nobody which, that could like actually. You know. That's a good point. It leads us to part of the premise of this movie. Yes, is Dave he really Elvis? Is he is he really Elvis or is he just crazy? I mean, now I know the 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 movie is more fun if he's Elvis. I think. Like I have in my mind, he has to. In order for this movie to truly work, he has to actually be Elvis. Well, yeah. keep keep in mind that the original story that this is comes from an anthology called "The King Is Dead: Tales of Elvis Postmortem." So the assumption is he's Elvis. It's in the movie they make it a little ambiguous, especially because Kennedy to. is like you know. And then the- Ozzy Davis plays John F. Kennedy. I was about to say right. Ozzy Davis yeah. plays John F. Kennedy fantastically too. By the way, yeah. very much. And if you don't know who Ozzy Davis is, he's an African American gentleman, and he says that you know they dye his skin 
Yep, that's why no one knows that he's Kennedy. Because Ozzy Davis played. But, so yes, what's great is Ozzy Davis clearly is crazy. But by the end of the movie, he gives such an earnest performance. You start to go, maybe, you know, like. Well, that's kind of the scar in the yeah, back of his head. That right, Kennedy, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's so, he, that, I mean, that's the madness of, that's the mad genius, I should say, of this movie. Is well, you start to go, maybe, you know, like, it, it, it's so great. That that's a hold on. That's a testament to the acting too, mm-hmm. because the tightrope you have to walk oh, for between sure. between campy and humor and playing it straight enough that you're really thinking, my God, this is this is this is Elvis and this is Kennedy. Like my God, it, Bruce. Cam- I can't think of anybody else who could have done this except Bruce so, Campbell and Ozzy Davis, of course. I mean. This is what's great about Campbell's performance in this movie is he doesn't play it like Ash. When he's Ash, he's chewing on scenery and he's way over the top and this is my boomstick. And he's actually like in a movie where Bruce Campbell is playing Elvis, an old Elvis against a mummy. He's very reserved in this performance. Because he's defeated. He's defeated by life. He has no reason to live except the spot, the, the pus bubble on his dick. Mm-hmm. Like that was okay. that was the only thing I didn't really need. But like when, when getting there was too a boner, much talk about that. When getting a boner is your hero inspiration to man up and God, take, take care of the problem. That's how you know you have next to nothing. All to right, so, so 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 going on, yes. Yeah, so that's the premise: is that he's he just in this retirement home. He he took the pl- he had switched places with an impersonator of himself yes he got tired of the limelight he got tired of the limelight the impersonators who actually dies in 77 and now he's he got hurt and that's why he's been living in this retirement home yeah. and he messed, he messed his hip up he messed his, right he got in he broke his hip and got an infection and then well he broke course, his hip and, and fell and went into coma for a little bit and mm-hmm. then by that point when he woke up elvis was dead and he's stuck in this retirement home yep yes and, and of course, the main thing behind this movie is a mummy is attacking and killing the people of the old folks. Home. And him mm-hmm. and John F. Kennedy have to stop this. Like, when you just say it out loud, it is the most bizarre concept for a movie ever. That they play straight. Yes. Yeah. Right? They never, not they only, don't wink at the camera. Not, right? They not never that. wink at the camera. Yeah, not only that, they pack this with commentary. Like, there's commentary mm-hmm. about how we treat old people uh-huh. in America, like the the support system. Like they made they mentioned Medicare, Medicaid, and how it was. What's her name? Callie is saying, yeah, if it wasn't for Medicare, Medicaid, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been able to even put him here. I would have planted him already. It's yeah. like you know, it, it it was it it and it really hits you hard, especially at my age. Like how things can go when you get old you know it, like it's almost yeah. it's scary and this it, does put you put a kind of fear into you it's it kind sm- of shows you that you know, i'm sorry it's it's a smarter movie than it has any right to be yes mm-hmm. yes like it should All be right. stupid and okay. it's not it is stupid but it's not like the type of stupid that you expect when you watch it like you expect this to be a yuck yuck you know gag a minute movie and it's not yeah. And that's what makes it really work. Well, there are funny parts. There are, but it's not like it's not like watching like a scary like scary movie or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Not right, a so, scary movie, but scary. Or any of Campbell's other stuff. It's so it's, like evil yeah. that well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maniac Cop, he played it straight. So Dark Man, he played it straight without so a lot. So Ray and JD have seen this movie before. This is John and I's first 
viewing of it. So I guess I want to ask John, what did you, what were you thinking? Like, what was your initial reaction to this movie? My initial reaction was, can you have, can you have like flashbacks of drugs before you've actually used drugs? <laughs> Flash like, forwards. Apparently. You can go into some sort of psychosis and convince yourself. I, I, I know, I right? Like, I've, I kind of felt like I should have been on drugs when I was watching this. I are at least drunk, but like, but it's, it not, a, taking, it's not a, but it's not a stoner movie. I know no. it kept, yeah, you're, that's you're thing. it kept taking me by surprise. Movie. Every, every, like almost every scene, it I've, kept taking me by surprise. It's like, this is where things are going to go off the rails. Like I'm watching him fight the, the scarab and I'm like, okay, this is a little ash and, but no, it just ends straight. And like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it just, every, every turn I was surprised and, you know, and, and, and just, it made you think every, for every scene. I don't know. Like, I, I like it. I, it's not my normal fare, but it makes, it made me like it because of how, how much it made you think about a lot of things, you know? All right. And then you guys watched it again, obviously for this, did it hold up in your opinions for i'm sure ray you're gonna say well yeah. it's it's the 20th anniversary of bubba hotep so i'm kind of glad that we are wow talking 20th about anniversary, it. right yep 2003 it came out i was in line at suncoast video to pick this up on dvd back in the day i was waiting outside the door because i was so hyped for this movie because it had gone around the indie circuit and it was just getting rave reviews and i'm like i love bruce campbell so it's it's a it's a slam dunk for me got it home watched it didn't quite really understand. It wasn't what I was expecting when I got it yeah. home. No, nobody expected this. But then I, I kind of think about it, and then I rewatch it again, and I'm like, I absolutely adore this movie. Like it, it's got it's got the camp that I like, you know, like the clerks like camp. You know, we're not going to, you know, you know, twenty different locations. It's right. literally in this in this home, maybe two or three hallways outside. That's it. Oh, in the bedroom. That's it. It, it it's just it's very isolated because the family never comes to see the old people and that's that's kind of like a commentary isn't it mm-hmm. it is out of, right out of sight, out it keeps mind. hitting you with humanity every like hmm. every once in a while it's like out of nowhere yeah but this this film does it's a lot for bruce campbell's acting ability i don't think he gets enough credit i, I think everybody just holds him to that evil dead standard mm-hmm. the man the man's got chops he could he could really act if he really wanted to, but he's the king of the B movie. That's his tagline, and that's what he'll yeah. die as. But I think this was his best performance outside of you know Ash because I'm a fanboy. I think this was his best performance. They, yeah, when when people see Campbell, they think Evil Dead, yep. Atalicus, Sp- Spider Man, the, the King of Atalicus, King of Thieves, Jack of Brisco- Trades, Briscoe County Junior. Brisco- yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. My next one, yeah. yes, yeah. But they don't like he Which he really. Yeah, he's got way more talent than they say. How about you, JD? I saw this movie on Netflix for the first time. And when I say Netflix, I mean I ordered a DVD and got it in the mail. That's how old I am. So So, you saw it in about 2006. Young one. No, I saw 2003. It was hitting in 2003 right away. Netflix was around in 2003? That's why I I saw Twin Peaks. Yeah, I was an OG Netflix guy. Yeah, so... I I loved this movie then when I was a college kid that was super into movies and you know going to film school and I just loved I just loved Sam Raimi and this is like when I heard about this I'm like I have to see this movie and it did not disappoint and I got to be honest with you watching this again and getting to see it older right like the stuff that John was talking about about like you know your own mortality is starting to creep up on you 
Yeah. It it hits a little bit different. Like I said, this movie is it's better than I remember it being, quite frankly. It's a lot smarter than I remember it being. And that surprised me. Like I remember it being fun, but I didn't remember it being this smart. And that pleasantly surprised me again watching this. I think it aged really, really well. And I wish wine. Yeah, I wish this movie had like it's very popular amongst like our circles. I wish it had more what's broad appeal. Yeah, I wish yeah. it. I wish. I wish it was one of those cult classics that everybody kind of talked. Yeah, about, like the thing, you know? or you know, something like, like the that. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is a movie that nobody liked until about 1998, and everybody went, "Hey, this movie's great!" And everybody yeah, exactly. kind of came around and went, "Yeah, this movie is great." <laughs> or Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Right. I wish it was held in those kind of regards instead of just being like this thing that we, you know, I kind of like jokingly was like, "Hey, let's watch Bubba Hotep," you know. And now watching again, I'm like, "Yeah, watch Bubba Hotep. This is awesome," you mm-hmm. know. And so, the yeah, concepts I, it it shows are just timeless. Like yes, yeah. and I was just thinking about this on the rewatch because I didn't really put it together. I, I mean, I've seen this movie multiple times over the years, but there is not one Elvis track in the entire soundtrack, and it's not because it sounds kind of Elvis though. It does. It does. Yeah, that was the point of Brian Elvis Tyler's. enough. Coscarelli yeah. really he wanted an Elvis song, but half the budget would have went to one song. Oh, yes, yep. so he cut it. I heard that. But in, in, the, in the meantime, I'm thinking, that's smart because you're confused. Is this really Elvis or not? If you were to play an actual Elvis song, you'd be like, that's Elvis. Mm-hmm. But it adds to the to the mystique of is this really Elvis yeah. or one, isn't it? One, of, one of those serendipity things like we can we couldn't like 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 Jaws. We couldn't get the mechanical shark to work. So we, we don't show it as much. And that yeah. turned out to be the perfect thing yeah. in mm-hmm. here. Less yeah. So, yeah. So so the, the composer, Brian Tyler. Yeah, yeah, he made he made it a lot of the stuff the soundtrack sound Elvisy, you know. So mm-hmm. Elvisy enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. By by the way, on Rotten Tomatoes, this thing has a seventy nine percent from the reviewers That's and great. a and a seventy nine percent from the audience score. Earned every Absolutely. tomato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I okay, as I'm watching this movie, first off, I think there was too much penis talk in the beginning yeah. of it. There's not yeah, such a thing, sir. I don't think there was enough, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted, penis, more I wanted penis to see the I wanted to see the pus bubble. There, there, there was penis talk. That's what I there, say. There, there were other ways they could have handled that that would have worked the same. That that was the. But then again, I'm I'm a prude, so you, you know. are. I'm, I'm, I'm a gatekeeping prude. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna say, a this is a movie that grows on you as you're watching it, much like, 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 like the <laughs> Shut up. I think anyone I other than, it, this movie doesn't work with anyone other than Bruce Campbell playing Agreed. playing yeah, no Elvis. Way. And and three, like yeah, by the time by the time we got to the end of the movie, I'm like, okay, I get what they're going for. And I think in a lot of ways it reminds me of Evil Dead 2, where it was like they've got yeah. this crazy concept, but they're playing it straight, right? Yeah. Like they know they know there's humor in the concept. They know there's humor here, but they're playing it straight. And you're just like, which adds again to that whole, like what's really going on with this movie. The humor so, was organic. It wasn't forced at all. It right, was just the, the humor occurred because of the situation. It didn't occur because they made it happen. You know? It's a great comparison, Dave. That's a really good comparison. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that's why it works so well with Bruce Campbell. I mean, part of me is like, kind of wishes there was a sequel. <laughs> They talked uh, about there, it. There was supposed to be. I forget yeah, they, it, it says that at the end of the credits too. 
Yeah, well, that's that's also a phantasm thing too. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a, that was a Coscarelliism. He did that at the end of every phantasm film, the wrath yeah. of, the, of the tall man, you know that type of thing. So, yeah. So, and but I mean, unfortunately, Elvis dies at the end, right? Do does, does he? Does mm. mm. he appears mm. to die? Looks so. deceiving. That's true. We have a Buddy Holly versus Mummy movie that we could steer into. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, let's uh, let's see. What was okay? We we talked about aspects of the movie. Mm-hmm. What's one of your like favorite things about this movie? JD chase sequence where the mummies after him and he's, he's got away. It, it, and the, the walker. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the walker. Okay, I thought you meant the scooter. The the battle at the end with the. Oh, I love when the mummy's chasing <laughs> him and he's running away with the. It's the slowest chase sequence ever in a movie. I think it's just brilliant. It's up there with yeah. Austin Powers and it. It, it is a theme roller. Mm-hmm. No, yes. No, no. Yeah. But the difference the difference with Austin Powers is it's played as a joke. Yes. And it's played this straight. Is, not, it? Yeah, it's played straight in this one because a mummy, it, it's also a nice little take on how ridiculous the idea of the mummy as a villain is, right? Yep. You yeah. just run away from him. You should be fine, you know? But like you can't. So it's like why it's great. Is I I love I love how sardonic it is. Yeah. How about you, Ray? Picking a particular scene out of this would be the end fight. It, it always sticks in my head when he's when he's got the mummy. He, he okay. So how fast are one of those scooters? I mean, you guys up top could probably answer John or they. They, they can oh! actually go pretty. How fast? They can go they, pretty how, quick, actually. That's what I thought. Man, way faster than the one they had. Yeah. So, yeah. So about what? What are we pushing? Ten cc's here. Well, anyway, what? <laughs> ten ten so, miles an hour. Yeah, so he hits them at he hits them at like five miles an hour. And keep in mind they're on grass and bumpy, you know, mm-hmm. so right. they're not going that fast. The mummy could have easily stepped aside, but he lands on the chair and they start having this epic duel, and then they're going down the hill and they're tumbling, and it's just it's just so great. It always sticks in my mind. I love that fight. You know, the Avengers have shit on Bubba Hotep. I'm sorry. How about you, John? It's the, you it's, know, the, it's the jack off scene, isn't it? When she's putting the oh, cream on. Oh God, stop! No, no, <laughs> no. JD can't talk about it, so I will. I I like the friendship he had with with uh, okay. yeah JFK. Like they they you, you sometimes you find friends in the weirdest places, and sometimes it's because you support each other, even if you know you're both you both seem crazy to each other. And it mm-hmm. I, I like that's, it. The, that's yeah, why you and I are friends, John. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> true, true story but the but the other thing is how it handled like he was at the end of life and he was and and part of part of this movie was about how he was handling how is he how he was handling coming to accept you know that there were things he couldn't change yeah. and and to accept that it was the end you know and, and while he was stuck in that bed they did like two or three different time lapses so it's just trying yes. to show you that every day is the same so when you a, live, yeah, when you live your life, you know, you're stuck in that bed. Every day is the same. Nothing changes. That's why the same people come in and out and do the same exact thing. It yeah, was, it makes me want to go out and start running laps again because there's no way I want to die like that. You know, yeah. I don't want to go was, out bedridden. I was actually going to say that was one of my aspects I really liked about the movie is the way they showed the lapse of time. And he's just in the bed the whole time. Like, yeah. just that, that was a great way to do it without overdoing it. It was just enough. But I gotta say, like, I liked the scene where he fights the scarab. Like, that was good too. Yeah. Because the first, what, half hour of the movie, he's in bed. Yeah. That's the first time he gets out of bed is to go take a piss. 
and then he ends up fighting the scarab, you know, and yep. it's like, well, I like that yeah. too, Dave, like you're talking about, because like, it, it, it's almost like this gives him a reason to, like he said, he was in bed and he has a reason to, it's, it's like, it's art reason to get out of bed, right? This yeah. whole movie's a reason for him to get out of bed again. And it's a great little, it, it's a, it, it's a great little piece of critical interpretation right there to see that. So I, I love, I just, I never thought about it. You just said that. Like, it's, yeah. Like that's, well, that's he, the first time he gets out yeah. of bed, he fights a scarab and then he's out of bed for the rest of the movie. Well, and, yeah, and, and except he, for the even, one scene. And even yeah. said like he, you know his his walker was swinging faster than than he remembered and you know he because he was doing something that he was interested in mm-hmm. and right. when you get when you get to the end of your life it's it's hard to find something to be interested in like there's there's this play that goes on in your head about well you know I'm going to the end why bother doing anything it's a trap that you can get caught in you know. I know so many yeah. guys that coach that should be retired and not a lot, but there's enough of them that are like, you say, when are you going to step out? And a lot of them go, I can't like, if right. I step out, then I'm done. And then I have nothing left. And that's and proven. It's like, Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, it is like, like a Stan Lee, right? Like that guy was doing stuff and creating and, and being cool till he couldn't anymore. Yeah. Right. And I think that's better. I'm watching my dad go through this right now and you know, he got nothing left. And it's, it's, it's depressing to, to see someone surrender like that. And I don't don't want to be that. My mother's going through that right now too. And it's like, we're all trying to get her to get up and do something. And it's, so I just tell her to make some TikToks. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. (laughs) TikTok dance. There are, there is elderly TikTok. I know that. Oh my God. No, no, no. Do not tell me that's a thing. So, you know, (laughs) aside from the depressing parts, though, this is really an enjoyable movie because you're watching two old guys. There's really not too many depressing parts, though, John. It's more inspirational than it is depressing. Right. And that's, you know, I I was going to say, too, is that going along with, I said, yes, there's too much penis talk, especially in the beginning. But then that becomes an allegory because he gets his first Woody in years because he's excited about getting up. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, and doing stuff again. Exactly. Well, just to, to, to something you said, Ray. It it depends on what it depends on what where you are in your life when you watch okay. this, right? Okay. So yes, yeah, you so, get towards my uh, end of the woods, and you're kind of like, oh wait, oh oh no, I don't want to end up like that, you know? Okay. Like, because so, you you think because you know you get my age, you're starting to think about that stuff, you know? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I will. I won't ever live to see your age. But uh, oh, um, don't say that too. <laughs> yeah, I like but, that. but so the movie is subjective, is what you're saying. It it, it is open to and, interpretation. And you take good it as art. it is. Yeah, that's yeah. all and, good art. Yeah, and but it doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. It's just it makes you think. But I didn't expect a movie that made you think that was called Bubble Hotep that had you know right. Bruce Campbell in it. I did not expect I actually, that. I kind of blindsided that aspect of it too. They actually did a decent job explaining how a mummy ended up in the middle of Texas. Yeah. And like, you don't like the name that made no sense to me until I watched the movie. And it's like, Oh, he's calling him Bubba Hotep. He's calling me that he is a redneck mummy. Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. a redneck zombie essentially. Yeah. Right. Which is funny because like the, the beginning when they show the word, you know, Common stupid. Well, they could have easily just had just be like an Egyptian mummy, but they went the extra mile and turned him into a redneck Southern, you know, cowboy hat well, wearing cowboy mummy. boots. Yeah, yep. 
We've got a bubble with the Spurs, yeah. man. With the Spurs, great. It's so great. All right. Well, now that you know, you guys expressed your love. Is there anything about the movie that you don't like, or you would change? Ray, you can go first. I would change, and I say this about most things that I come on here and talk about: is the length. I don't think it was long enough. I want, I want Coscarelli's full vision to come to fruition. I don't want cuts made because of the studio or, or you know. I just want a longer cut. I, I, I don't think that it was long. Enough. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I kind of felt like it was the perfect length, but an, an hour and a half is a good length because nowadays a, a horror movie like I don't know, Scream Six is coming out in like two weeks or a week or whatever. That thing's going to be like two and a half hours or two hours. Right. Horror, horror should never ever be over an hour. I'll say an hour and forty minutes. Agreed. Fun, yeah. Unless so, you're doing a Stephen King adaptation. Oh yeah, or like the thing. <laughs> then all but, bets are off for but, everything. But the thing is, like a sci-fi horror, so yeah. that that gets away. There's a lot of plot in that in that science fiction horror movie. But like this is Bubba Hotep, so I think that it is a it is a good time, like an hour and a half. I think it's a solid hour and a half. It's a good time, but I just want a little bit more lore. On okay. the on the mummy, on JFK, I want a couple extra scenes of them, you know, bullshitting with each other because they had great chemistry. I would like I, a little bit more of that. I agree. I think they could have done a little more to the ambiguity of is that really Kennedy or not, and I think it would have been more fun if they kind of threw some stuff in with that. See, the I thing is, but when, I don't when, want confirmation. Yeah, no, I well, said what, make it more ambiguous, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, but when they were making this movie, they were basically trimming everything. Going, we're making a movie about Elvis fighting a mummy with Bruce Campbell. We have to trim all the fat and keep this as tight as possible. Like now, now that they know it's good, yeah, they you know if they could do it again, if they knew it was going to turn out like this, they probably could have put more in. But but I'm sure, like in the beginning, they were just trying to make sure that this was, you know, like had had nothing, no, no sequences in it that like took you out of the movie. Yeah. yeah, this movie essentially made its money from indie film festivals and things like that. Yeah. This did mm-hmm. not get a wide release at all. Right, right. Yeah. Very, very limited. So you know, the fact that it made a million dollars domestically in America blows is unbelievable. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the era that it came out in. Yep. How yep, about yep. how about you, JD? I wish we got that sequel. I would I like to it. see more. They, dude, like they've been. This, I know. I would like to see it. this world revisited. That's my they, regret. To, to you, JD, in 2018, IDW released a five-issue limited series adaption. Yeah, know. You know, retire was it Bubba Hotep and the Cosmic Bloodsuckers? They also Dynamite Entertainment did a four-issue crossover miniseries with Army of Darkness and Bubba Hotep. Yes, yeah, I'm about aware, right. I'm aware of both of those, but I just wish we would have gotten the movie, a follow-up film. I really, yeah. yeah. But they've been teasing it for 20 years, yeah, on and off. Bruce will mention it in an interview here and there, yep. but. Coscarelli will bring it up. Like it's a thing, but I don't know. Well, now they wouldn't need a makeup for Bruce Campbell, right? Like how he actually looks like that. I don't want to. It'd be great if Elvis was even older, you know? Right. If they brought if Elvis survived, but now he's like even more ancient. Because he would be like (laughs) damn near a hundred at this point, right? I'm here for it. Yeah. Me too, quite honestly. How about you, John? What anything you didn't like? Anything you would have changed? I wouldn't have done the whole penis thing, but you know, I'm sure there is another John, way they that could have... was the the entire reason for him being inspired to get out of the bed was because I, he got the boner. That's was, why there's so much his penis was at the beginning. His only, penis was an allegory in the movie. Uh, That's only, the it was. only because it's an alleg- uh, allegorical schwing. Only yeah. because I'm a, I'm a prude. Episode then, title. <laughs> yeah. 
only because I'm a, I'm a bit of a prude, but like, other than that, everything else, I just, I don't know anything that I would take out. Like everything else was just about pitch perfect. It's so streamlined, man. It's like, it's so streamlined. And you'd know, JD, right? I mean, like you've done that. I mean, you've, Wait, I mean, like, it just, like, there's nothing, like, like a Back to the Future script, nothing is, like, wasted, right? Like, everything in this, everything, every scene, every moment builds with the plot or builds the characters, right? Like, nothing is, like, a throwaway in this. That's what I mean yeah. by it's super streamlined. It's focused, including the penis gags. <laughs> Especially the so, penis the, the, Okay, so the one thing that I, I didn't it, like, and not didn't like, but I would change, it just felt a little out of place, was the graffiti in the in the stall and when what kennedy i don't even remember what the exact translation was but it was like essentially he's gonna suck the soul out of your ass hmm. for yeah, a good time it, call cleopatra it's like yeah <laughs> i mean it's just it, that felt like a jokey <laughs> joke that felt a little out of place like that was a little more like a direct joke it just felt out of place for what the rest of the movie was not really i think it was more to play into the fact that it was trying to convince you that he was JFK because he knew, you know, hieroglyphics and he was really intelligent. And he, you know, I think it was the play. In the I don't know. It's not the difference it's, in his room too, from everybody else's room. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it wasn't the fact that, that he was, too. yeah, it wasn't the fact that he was intelligent. It was the fact of what the words were that he translated. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's like the, anus sucker. The, something like that. Yeah. It was just, it was a little crude. But again, the movie was very crude, wasn't it? <laughs> well, well, what else? Where do you have to go in, in a living institution like that? The cafeteria? Like, I mean, there's not a whole lot of places to go, so you drag your buddy to the bathroom. True, true. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like the, the translation was a little over the top, trying to be funny. All the translations in this movie were way over the top. Yeah. Especially when the hieroglyphics popped up on the screen and then the translation below. I thought that was a great It was great, touch. yeah. Loved it. So... All right. What else? Anything else you guys want to say about this movie, Ray? I think that everybody should experience it at least once. And and the beauty about this film is that it's pretty much free to watch everywhere right now. I believe it's yeah. on Amazon Prime. Or that's not free, but I mean, I am a, yeah, Amazon Tubi, Prime. Tubi, Pluto, even YouTube. You can go watch it free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Get off of this video when we're done and go and watch it. It's free. I think YouTube. I think YouTube Red. If you have YouTube Red, no, you... no, it's free. It's in the free with ads. Yeah, it's free. Oh, oh, free with ads, right? Because mm-hmm. Tubi, Tubi, there were there were commercials. Same thing with Amazon. So. You can watch it free on Amazon with ads. Yeah, Nothing I didn't free. see that option with Amazon Prime. It was oh, I watched three it. three bucks for. Was oh, it? I watched okay. it for free on Amazon Prime with ads. Pulled out, I pulled out the Blu-ray. With ads, though, sucker. right? Yeah. With ads. Okay. I don't care. I'm I'm good with ads. Yeah. Well, they they don't don't cut. Like, oh, you know? <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, I don't mind ads because I grew up in an era of TV right. where we yeah. had commercials. So I my Netflix has ads. My Hulu has ads. All of it has ads. I don't care. As That's long as I can and, watch what I want. And your TV won't off at night. Yeah. <laughs> nice. and, I don't, and I don't wake up the season eight of Cheers. By the way, I'm not wrong with that. I'm up to season wrong. eight. That's awesome. Nothing wrong with season eight of Cheers. Nothing. Great. Wake season up to season eight. two of Davy what, Crockett. What, I mean, wait, wait. Like what's it's... going on in season eight? Huh? What's What's going on in season eight? What's the the overall? Nothing oh, yet. I just made it to season eight. This I'm is Robin. Col- I believe this is when Robin Colcord makes his appearance, makes his presence known. I think this that season eight of Cheers. Okay. I just crossed the finish line. I haven't started it. So, okay. but I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, by the way, I have the DVDs now too. Just. 
<laughs> so I don't have to watch them on Peacock or anywhere else. So. Sometimes you got to go wherever. This show inspired me to go through Cheer. So That's my fault. Hey, you want to hear something funny? My hey, wife's what? class theme song was the Cheer. My wife's class song was the Cheers theme. That's epic. It's fitting nice. for a bunch of drunks. Look, look, we got Classy to add it to his watch list. So. All right, a awesome. young gun. going to check out a little Bubba Hotep action. Thank yep. you, sir. It is one of the more interesting ones, Ulysses. So look, yeah. look. If you don't get it on the first go, that's no fault of yours because it's not. It might not be aimed at you. You might not. It, it's not going to be exactly what you expect. I mean, that's listen, let's talk about it. But it might. When you hear us talking about what it is, you might be expecting something different than it is. Yeah, you're you're expecting more of an Evil Dead esque. Yeah, kinda, you're expecting more of an Army of Darkness kind of sort. When Dave's right, it's more like Evil Dead Two. Yeah, where they're playing it straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. but also ridiculous. Like Evil Dead One, they play exactly. it kind of straight. Evil Dead Two, they kind of know what they are. Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. still moments where Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell's so good in that movie, playing off of a bunch of like animatronics and like inanimate objects. Very underrated yeah. actor. I, I would just like to point this out that I do listen to this show when I'm not on it. I'm not Randy. <clears throat> oh, I'm just kidding. I love Randy. No, 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 no ill will to me. I told him. But that since since we ha- since we have watched Dark Man, and that was about what about a month and a half ago, Something like that. We have well, you guys brought up Evil Dead in every episode to up to tonight in every episode at least. I once. feel like the universe is pushing us towards something. Dark Man too. Die, dark man, die. No, that's actually that's actually what it is. It's die, dark man, die. Yep. I feel like we need to watch Evil Dead too at some point. All right. So so hardcore graveyard. Welcome to the stream. great name, by the way, sir. Thank you. I was just expecting a good movie. <laughs> it, it is a, a good, good movie. movie. It is a good movie. Given your name, that sounds like uh, it's I'm like right yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let's do this. Let's watch Evil Dead too. I think Ray's. Right. I think Ray's right. I think we're like. <sighs> I think the universe is pushing us. At some, some point, we're going to have to intersperse so it with a, we skip, a superhero we, movie. But. Do we skip Evil Dead or do we... We can't do Evil Dead. Evil Dead is hard. I mean, like, you have to be All like three a film dark student. Men are good. To, <coughs> you have to be like a film student to really appreciate either a horror aficionado or someone that's really into filmmaking to yeah. really appreciate Evil Dead 1. Because Evil Dead 1 is kind of stupid, right? But it's good if you know filmmaking. Mark, no, Mark, you owned Bubba Hotep for twelve years and still. Boy, pull it out the damn wrapper. And yeah, the DVD Mark, 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 you got to rectify Mark, Mark, that, Mark. No, yeah. I think that Evil Dead Two is actually a good movie, right? That we yes. can actually like watch because I think Evil Dead One, like it's like El Mariachi, right? If you like, I, I showed a friend right. El Mariachi once and he was like, it's in Spanish and it's really cheap. And I'm like, no, look what he did. It's one guy, and like you got to be a film guy to really appreciate El Mariachi. All right, I get it. I get what you're saying. I think, I think, I think, especially if it's just us, I think it'd be Same fine. But I think, Evil Dead, yeah, yeah. I think like if we're getting people that we want to get people to watch, I think two is the way to go because it's it's like every Evil Dead movie basically remakes the fir- the previous Evil Dead movie in the first act anyway. I was gonna say I remember watching Evil Dead two after like not long after watching Evil Dead, I'm like. Isn't this the same exact movie? Which it's not, but it feels that way for a good. Because the first like five, the first like ten minutes is is essentially a remake. Yeah, right. They do the same thing in Army of Darkness, right? They essentially remake Evil Dead Two in the beginning of Army of Darkness. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, which is oh. fine because again, new audience right. might not I think, know. I think we might just skip Evil Dead Two and just go right to Army of Darkness. No, I think we got to do two. I think we got to do, do two. two. But yeah. I, gotta do two I just thought that Army of Darkness would appeal to more of like our, you know, the fan base. You they would. I, mean? I agree with you on that, Ray. I think we got to do both. We got we did, we did Superman three and Superman four. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm not going to say no to talking about (laughs) Sam Raimi work, so... Yeah. First, we'll be doing Superman. We actually, yeah. Let's I, let's, I like that we're watching good movies now on purpose and not just torturing ourselves with shit. <laughs> well, we got to do both. I know, but we 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 went through a streak where we were just like I was questioning all my life choices, <laughs> and like you know, and half of them are my dumbass idea. Where I'm like, hey, let's watch this shitty movie, and then I got to take time out of my day to go. God, I fucking hate this movie. Why did Dave, I? Suggest- Dave, Dave, you you got you had to put up a question or or a a survey to see what bad movie that we should be tortured uh, uh, with next wow god you're classy. laying it up to the people you hate social media madness classy no 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 yeah you say that if go you haven't watched and, go, it yeah. go back and rewatch it we already did superman we already did it it's in the yeah. it's in the archives we're never going back to it again no no yeah, no. <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad but uh, yeah i'm totally in for anything and, and i will say the evil Superman versus Clark Kent is the only scene worth which, did in that which movie. We all agreed on. We all agreed this was that was. Um, well, that's it. Other than that, the rest of the movie is trash. Richard Pryor's well, in see, a different movie. There's lots of co- he literally skis yeah. on a mountain of cocaine. But 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 and, Super, oh, Superman three. Right, we like the end of Superman three with where the girl gets turned into the robot. We all agree. That's that was I was about to say. Yeah, like that's one of the most horrifying. It's really one of the most horrifying parts of a I think that's that what we said, right? It's Superman like, 3 has a couple yeah. redeeming things. Superman 4, there's nothing. I never said anything of yeah. the sort. I don't know what you're talking about. We outvoted you. You were Cocaine a Cocaine Mountain. That's all Super- I remember about Superman 3. There was in Superman fact- 4, he, re- he repairs the wall of China with his vision. It's like, oh my god. And yeah, but that's I- back when Superman was throwing small Supermans out of his fingers. I mean, like, you know, they just gave him whatever power he wanted. You know? All right, all right. Let's bring this in for a landing here. Uh, talking about we've been without a pilot the entire flight. Never. Yeah. Dave, try- Dave stopped trying to keep us on task. He's just like, whatever. These idiots can do whatever they want. Yeah. So let's go around the room. Dave's the passenger that, you know, the, the stewardess asks, can, do you know how to fly a plane? Dave is William <laughs> Shatner in the Twilight Zone episode with the there. Gremlin. There. There we it are is. The gre- we are the Gremlin. All right, Gremlins. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with Ray. Do you have any recommendations, or did you learn anything on the podcast? And, of course, you tell people where they can find Gorilla Brain one more time. You can find the Gorilla Brain. Right, I'm done. I'm No more promos. The Gorilla Brain podcast is out on all podcasting platforms. Be sure to just go listen to old episodes and let me know what you think about the old stuff. So, what have I learned this week? I've learned that masturbation jokes make John very uncomfortable. You just learned that? Oh, I learned that years ago. <laughs> That's why I make them. Okay. Just, just, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cheek for people. It was a cheek. See, look how bl- he's blushing. Why? Why is there no more? Why? Why is the rum always gone? He always seems to run out of alcohol when I'm on this show. I know. It's easier to get him to run out when you're on the show, Ray. I just, feel like I have bring a, a Just bring a pitcher, you know. Just <laughs> oh man, I'm just gonna bring the bottle next time. Yeah, just yeah, just do refill, um, emergency refill. No, I I didn't learn anything other than that on this show. I'm sorry, but the, I learned that there are more fans of Bubba Hotep out there than I remember. And this is a movie that I've been pitching to people for 20 years almost. So I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it. I learned that you enjoyed it. There you go. And I'm glad that you did. All right. How about you, JD? I have a recommendation. I took the family to Hairball this weekend. Hairball is a cover band that is a phenomenal cover band. And they do 80s and like 70s and 80s rock music. And they dress up like the various characters, right? So they opened with Kiss and they did Love Gun and, you know, Rock and Roll Night. And I 
one more. I forget what that one was. Yeah, shout it out loud. There Kiss, we go. My yeah. kid, my kid loves Kiss. So they opened up with Kiss. So I was like, oh, thank, thank God. And they did like Aerosmith and ACDC and Guns and Roses. It was a great freaking. I'll tell you that. If Hairball is ever in your town and you love old school rock music and old school metal, go. You will have a blast. Cool. You will love it, Dave. I think you would love it. I love, co- I love cover bands. I, really I mean, I, I I went and actually saw Poison, Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. Oh, I'm summer, sorry. So. I'm sorry that you had to well, see the Motley real Crue. the real thing. But I think I think the gag one would make you laugh and, and have a good okay. time being entertained. Did you say sorry, Ray? That you had to see Motley Crue? Oh, I agree. Motley Crue is fucking terrible. Vince Neil and Tommy Lee doing their shenanigans. Ugh, yeah, I hate. Awful. I feel bad for Vince Neil. Well, well Nikki Six is retired now, so you know. No, Mick Mars. Nikki Six. Oh, oh, Mars retired? Okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. John Five Rob Zombie to go play for Motley Crue. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, John. Well, just to go a little bit off of those guys, if you ever want to hear one of the most awkward interviews ever, there there is an interviewer, Terry Gross, who's been who's interviewed like literally everybody you've ever heard of, who interviewed Gene Simmons. And I think they end the interview with telling each other that they hate each other. <laughs> oh, that sounds like, great. I will watch oh, that. Thank it you. is. It's an, you have to find that interview. Gene but Simmons besides that, somebody that's a shocker. I'm, I, I, th- I don't know if they, I don't think they were playing because like Terry gross is like, nobody, nobody dislikes her. She's one of the most amazing. She is probably the best interviewer on the planet, right? Better than has been for, for, what? Better than Nardwar? I think yes. not, sir. Yeah, no, no, you have no, you don't know the power Nardwar of a fully can tell you Terry can Gross. tell you a it's quote like, from your pre-kindergarten days. I, I, That's I how know. good he is. But Terry Gross pulls things out of people that you can't imagine. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Besides that, uh, I have no, I have no re- real recommendations. I haven't had time to do anything new this week, but I am looking forward to seeing Cocaine Bear, <laughs> just, just on a lark because it's got to be good. Yeah, you know, I got nothing else right now. We should do Phantom in the Park. Gene Simmons, star of Red Oh, it's Surf. so bad. Oh, it's so bad. Star Child! No, ah! Forget Red Surf. Go go watch Red Dwarf. Find Red Dwarf okay. on, I, I, on, I, on TV. Real, real quick. Do, so Body Slam is a pro wrestling movie from the mid-1980s starring Dirk Benedict and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Dirk is that, Benedict? Is that, I'd, rather, I'd rather do No Holds wow. Hard. Face that Man. sounds like a movie up your alley, J.D. Oh, I've seen it. Trust me. It's trash, but it's fun. All right. Better than No Holds Barred, actually. Better than Ready to Rumble? Yeah, oh, God, wow. yeah. Way better than Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble is putrid. I can't wait to talk about it. I will recommend that you go to SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find the podcast every week. We, wow. Every week, links to all our social media at the top of the page. Comic book reviews by our good friend Kristen. And if you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And we'll be here every week for you, live at 8.30 on Sunday nights. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up this year, I think. A lot of good movies coming out. We've done added things to the schedule now. Now we're adding Evil Dead 2. I think I, I think that I learned, yeah, that John needs to, you know, not be so uptight about masturbation jokes. It's okay. <laughs> it happens every day, John. Sometimes multiple times a day. I mean, I, I mean, I preferably I'm an every other day kind of guy. I need to let a, li- a little build up. You know what I mean, John? John? 
Johnny Depp. But <laughs> I can't believe you. You John clearly lives in Amish country because these jokes make him so uncomfortable. I don't need this, thank you. All right, I have no recommendations this week. I had a really busy week at work. Did not watch anything. Yeah, so recommend Bubba Hotep. I rec- yeah, there you go. I recommend Bubba Hotep. Definitely. Yeah, it's a great movie. It'd be kind of great to get other people's perspectives on it because, like, how John took the movie, I didn't take it that way because uh, you know of the age differences and things like that. So, it, yeah, it does make a difference, I guess. You know, for this I kinda one, wa- I kind of want to hear other people's perspectives on it. So yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. So there you go. Have you seen Mama Hotep? Then comment down below. Tell us what you thought of it, or get at us over on Twitter at Superhero Speak. Let us know. Like, is this one of your uh, favorites or? Are you upset about too much dick humor in the movie? In the movie or dick Do you comments? Think we're just stupid. Yes. Are we stupid? Which is, I mean, yeah, we know yeah. Ray is, but that's all another. Oh, thing. I'm absolutely <laughs> unintelligible. On that note, as always, thanks for listening. Don't let your cake cart in the door. Have a good week. <laughs>